Welcome to St. Mungo's Podcast for the Magically Deprived, where you can get your weekly Potter fix. We will be discussing the Harry Potter series chapter by chapter. If you've read the books previously or are just starting the series for the first time, we hope you enjoy this journey through Harry's adventures at Hogwarts and beyond. Please be aware that this is not a spoiler-free podcast. We may at times reference future events, people, or places. Also, there will be adult language and content. So if you have little ones listening, you may want to send them out of the room or listen at another time. Hello, everyone. I'm Joe. I'm Megan. I'm Serena. This week, we'll be discussing Chapter 4 of The Prisoner of Azkaban, The Leaky Cauldron. Before we get into the chapter, let's head over to Serena in the Slytherin common room for some quibbler controversy. Serena, what do you have for us today? So in this book, Hermione finally gets a pet of her own, an intelligent half-nasal cat named Crookshanks. A little bit of background, J.K. Rowling is actually allergic to cats, and she admits on her website that she prefers dogs. But she does have a fond memory of a cat that roamed the London neighborhood where she worked in the 1980s. When writing Crookshank, she gave him this cat's same haughty attitude and smushed face appearance. So the theory that we're discussing today is, who is Crookshanks? Now, lots of theorists speculate that Crookshanks is Lily Potter's cat that has returned and was now adopted by Hermione Granger. Also a theory that Crookshanks is in fact Regulus Black, Sirius Black's oh, brother. I haven't heard that one. Mm-hmm. So... We do know that the Potters had a cat that disappeared when Voldemort killed James and Lily. So some people speculate that uh, he ran away from the Potters' home and then I guess was found by wizards and taken in, um, which would explain why Crookshanks hated Scabbers because he would have known Peter Pettigrew already from before and would want to avenge his owners. In terms of being Regulus, we know that Sirius was also an animagi, animagi? It's an animagus. Animagus. <laughs> animagi. Um, I always thought it was an animingus. Animingus. It's animagus. I know animagus, but whatever you call The plural? Yeah, I guess. And similarly hid in plain sight um, for years as well as Peter Pettigrew, also did the same thing. Um, Sirius was named after the star, which is a dog, mm -hmm. Sirius. And Regulus is named after a star in the constellation Leo, which is a cat, technically. A lion. Oh, a okay. Wow. So they were speculating. Um, there are also a lot of strange sightings of Regulus after his supposed death. Just a side note, the whole Black family, I believe, is named after constellations. Yes. His happens to be a cat. Yes, yeah. So theory that he was also Regulus and therefore like knew Peter Pettigrew as well. It's funny that they named their two sons a cat and a dog. <laughs> and Crookshanks was also friends with Sirius. Yes. In the book, which we'll get into later. Yeah, what do you think? I don't think either of the theories are true. I really like the theory that Crookshanks was Lily's cat and then kind of just comes back like full circle and is in Harry's life again. I like that theory, even though I still don't think it is true. I never heard the the theory about Regulus being mm -hmm. Crookshanks. I also like that theory, but I don't think it's true. That one I was at first, I was like, no, that doesn't make sense. And then I read it and I was like, hmm. And I, I know some it. people think like, because the Potters at this point had been dead for 12 years. 
which I mean, cats still live long lives, but the fact that he's part Nisa would extend his life and he's a magical cat. So that would make his life even longer than a normal household cat. So either way, yeah. like that's not an issue. That's what I was going to say too. How long do cats really live? Cause that's, he's been around for a while then. Right. But I, I really like the theory of him being Lily's cat, even though I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. I agree. So I know. Do you guys want me to give you the theories before the episode so you can think about it first? I like the kind of like on the spot thinking. Yeah. Like, yeah. Want time to like- I, yeah. I thought about that too, like to give time to think about it and come up with some things. But I, I also like the on the spot thing where yeah. we have to go, hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I have them all like written already. So no, I don't mind being surprised. What about you guys? Uh-huh. I agree with you. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, Serena said the first theory, and I was like, yeah, that's cute. And then she went into the other one, and I was like, no, absolutely not. I don't like Go back to the other one. I like the Regulus theory just because it's like cat and dog and they're brothers. Yeah. But the way like Regulus's story goes, I don't see that happening. But like I said, I do like the theory of Lily, and it is feasible. But I just don't think it's true. I'm trying to remember too. How did we find out that Regulus was dead? I'm trying not to get into too much from the future books in depth, even though we have to touch on them at some point. Yeah. But it was the whole thing where he went to the the lake where Voldemort left the um Well, I know that, but like how did he die? He died because he drank it. Like who said that he was dead? Because hold on, because he sent Creature to test it. Mm. I'm pretty sure he went back and, and drank it. Did he not see now? I'm I swear he, was, he came back after that. So I'm just saying, like, could he have faked his death? Like, who was there when he died? Like, who confirmed that he died? As far right? as oh. I know, nobody was there. I don't know why this whole time I thought he died in the lake. I don't know if I'm mistaken. Because I know he loaned Creature to Voldemort to test it out. But yeah. I thought he went back... Yeah, and then sent creature back. away and then he actually yes he did he went back and drank yeah. yes he did he drank yeah. the elixir because he got the locket yeah he got the original locket so he did yeah. drink it so the theory is that he drank the potion went to get water from the lake got pulled into the lake by the inferior and is now mm-hmm. an inferious himself so Was no one actually saw him die. nobody actually saw him die it's possible but i don't like it <laughs> i mean they're both possible that's why these yeah. theories come up from because like it's a possibility do you know if jk rowling has said whether they are true or false i didn't see anything about it the regulus one i haven't heard so i don't know what she said but i think crookshanks being lily potter's cat was Mixed. she said no Did she? i think so says none of this has been confirmed by Rowling and remains mere speculation. I mean, I don't know how he would have found his way all the way to Diagon Alley. He could have just been found wandering around the street. I mean, where they lived in Godric's Hollow, there's a lot of magical people who lived there. Bethilda Bagshot lived there. The Dumbledores, they also lived in Godric's Hollow. So there's a lot of magical families. Somebody could have found him, taken him in, sent him to whatever kind of wizard rescue they might have he could have gotten there is the point i'm trying to make but i just i still don't think it's it's true all righty so 
Let's get into the chapter. Harry is enjoying his Dursley free time at the Leaky Cauldron. He got up when he wanted, he ate when he wanted, and he got to wander freely around Diagon Alley to his heart's content. And this would fall under our theme of freedom. I also noted, I did put that it was under the theme of freedom, but he's also still somewhat confined because he still has all these restrictions. So he no longer has to hide to do his homework. So now he sits outside of Florian Fortescue's ice cream parlor to do his homework. Florian occasionally helps Harry and then gives him free ice cream sundaes every half an hour. So how much homework did he get for summer break? It's less than two weeks to the start of term and he's still doing homework. I find it weird that they assign homework anyways. Not only that they assigned it, but he's still doing homework. How much of it was he really able to do at the Dursleys? Because he had to hide it so often, right? I feel like he didn't get that far. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And now I guess he's like, I can do it freely. But he yeah. seems like he's doing homework every day. I was going to say, even now he's still doing it. Every He gets a Sunday every half hour. How long is he there? I exactly. Know. Every half hour. Holy fuck. <laughs> he must be sick of ice cream. Right. And like the sugar. And I was like, that's a lot of ice cream. You know, even when you like something, like when you're consistently eating it, you're like, oh, yeah, I've had enough of that for a while. So Harry had to control himself while in Diagon Alley because his small fortune would have to last him another five years of schooling and he couldn't imagine having to ask the Dursleys for money. There were so many things Harry wanted to splurge on, but the one thing that tempted him the most was at Quality Quidditch Supplies and it was the Firebolt, the most exquisite racing broom Harry had ever seen and he'd never wanted anything more in his life. This broom goes from zero to 150 miles an hour. My God. Is it miles or not? Miles. Wow. That's really fast. (laughs) Like, especially on a broomstick. That's like, what, 230 kilometers? Something like that, yeah. Holy crap. I'm wondering if whatever charm is on the broom is also used on the night bus. Probably. (laughs) I was just impressed with the restraint that Harry has, because can you imagine being 13 years old with all this gold and the one thing you really want, you're like, no, I can't buy it. I only know one person who would do that. And that is Cruz. I mean, this man said, saw a price on request and was like, "Mm, yeah. Um, (laughs) Maybe two, because I feel like my mother would do that. Oh, yeah. You're absolutely right. Your mother would. Absolutely. She'd be like, how? forget it yes, so I don't want it that much yeah. are they crazy my feet are free <laughs> <laughs> oh, leave that in leave that in <laughs> so Harry returned every day just to stare at the firebolt and then went about buying the things he would need for the coming school year such as potions ingredients new robes and books He went to Flourish and Blots to buy his books, and he noticed a large iron cage full of the Monster Book of Monsters instead of the usual book display. Torn pages were flying everywhere, and the books were grappling with each other and snapping aggressively. Harry checks his book list and sees that the Monster Book of Monsters is the required book for the new Care of Magical Creatures class, and he is relieved because he thought that Just maybe Hagrid had sent him the book because he wanted help with, quote, a new pet. I wasn't sure if I just wasn't paying attention, but when did Harry even get his letter? 
We talked about that when he got his birthday packages while he was at the Dursleys, the last letter he opened was from the school, right? Uh, So the manager of the store is relieved that Harry doesn't need a copy of the book. He says that he's been bitten five times already that morning and he's never stalking them again. He says it's almost as bad as when they stalked the invisible book of invisibility, which cost a fortune and they never did find them. Harry asks for Unfogging the Future by Cassandra Fablaski for divination class. A book called Death Omens catches Harry's eyes and the front cover has a huge black dog as large as a bear with gleaming eyes and it looks very familiar to Harry. Harry purchases the book he needs and heads back to the Leaky Cauldron. He frets over the dog that he saw before he left Privet Drive and wonders if it could have indeed been a death omen. And I I find the whole idea of death omens a bit odd because if there's one thing that's guaranteed in this life, it's we're going to die. Death and taxes. Yes, ma'am. Unless you make a billion dollars. Well, you still have to pay taxes. So um, Hogwarts students have now started pouring into Diagon Alley and Harry keeps his eye open for Ron and Hermione. He runs into Seamus, Dean, and Neville. And then finally, on the last day, he sees Ron and Hermione sitting outside of Florian Fortescue's and they will also be staying at the Leaky Cauldron for the night. Ron shows off his new wand, which is a 14-inch willow containing one unicorn hair. And I just wanted to point out here, that the three main wand cores used by Ollivander are Phoenix Feather, Unicorn Hair, and Dragon Heartstring. And the trio each have one of the cores. So Harry has the Phoenix Feather in his Holly Wand. Hermione has Dragon Heartstring in her Ivy Wand. And Ron has the Unicorn Hair in the Willow Wand. And I'm pretty sure even the wand that he had from his brother that he had borrowed for the first two years also had a unicorn hair in it so they each have one of the cores so when harry notices that hermione has three bags full of books she tells him that it's because she's taking more subjects than they are ron is astonished when she mentions that she's taking muggle studies but hermione says she thinks it would be fascinating to study muggles from a wizarding point of view we were discussing at one point the subjects that they take and i couldn't remember how many subjects that they're supposed to take. So third year students continue taking all their core subjects from second year, plus at least two electives. So the courses for third year are astronomy, charms, defense against the dark arts, herbology, history of magic, potions, and transfiguration. And then their electives are ancient runes, arithmancy, care of magical creatures, divination, and muggle studies. So Hermione is actually taking every single subject. I was going to say, is she taking every single one of those? She is taking 12 subjects when the norm is eight. Is it nine? Sorry. Well, seven plus two. Four, five, six, seven. Plus two electives. Yeah. So there's seven core subjects and one, two, three, four, five electives. So she's taking all of them. It's only three extra. (laughs) They said, Hermione, what courses do you want to take? And she said, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
Okay, so Hermione's parents had given her some birthday money, and she wants to buy an owl. And since Scabbers has not been doing well since the Weasleys' trip to Egypt, which is also a little bit of foreshadowing, Mm -hmm. they all head over to the Magical Menagerie. Ron makes his way to the counter to inquire about Scabbers, and the clerk questions him about the rat. So Scabbers has never shown any magical powers and he has a tattered left ear and a toe missing on his front paw. And the lady at the counter says that a common rat like Scabbers can't be expected to last more than three years or so. And she directs Ron's attention to some skipping black rats on the counter. So she's saying that this rat can't be expected to last more than three years. And I'm pretty sure I think Ron has him... Well, he's been in the family, I'm pretty sure, for 12 years, yeah. right? So Ron does not want a new rat. So the clerk gives him a bottle of rat tonic for scabbers. And then a huge orange cat comes soaring from the top of a cage and propelled itself towards scabbers, who took off out the door. Ron and Harry run after scabbers, who took 10 minutes to catch. And then they see Hermione coming out of the store with the cat that had tried to attack scabbers. Ron is not happy, but Hermione loves that squash-faced cat whose name is Crookshanks. They make their way back to the Leaky Cauldron, where they find Mr. Weasley sitting at the bar reading the Daily Prophet, and Harry once again sees the picture of Sirius Black and questions Mr. Weasley about him. Mr. Weasley informs Harry that they still have not caught Sirius, and everyone has been pulled off the regular jobs at the Ministry to try and catch him. Ron wonders if there's a reward for catching him, and Mr. Weasley tells him not to be ridiculous that Sirius Black is not going to be caught by a 13-year-old wizard. (laughs) The Azkaban guards will be the ones to get him back. Okay. The rest of the Weasley family come into the bar, and that night they have a fabulous five-course dinner. Mr. Weasley mentions that the ministry is providing cars for them to get to King's Cross Station in the morning. And when Percy asks why, Fred says it's because of him. But Mr. Weasley tells them that they are doing him a favor because he works at the ministry and no longer has a car. After dinner, everyone heads to their rooms to make sure that they have their things packed for the morning. Harry hears Ron and Percy arguing. Apparently, Percy's head boy badge is missing, and he thinks that Ron took it. Harry goes down to the bar to get Scabber's rat tonic, that Ron forgot while Ron is forced to stay and help Percy find his badge. On the way down the stairs, Harry hears Mr. and Mrs. Weasley arguing. When he moved closer, he heard his name mentioned and them saying that Sirius Black broke out of Azkaban to kill Harry. Mr. Weasley figures that in Black's mind, killing Harry would bring back you-know-who to power. The ministry has asked Dumbledore to put Azkaban guards around the school and Dumbledore is not happy about it. The two exchange a few more words and then head up to bed. Harry heads out of sight to the bar to get Scabbers rat tonic. When he goes back upstairs, Fred and George are crouching in the shadows laughing as they listen to Percy tearing the room apart to find his badge. They tell him that they have the badge and they have improved it to say big head boy. Harry gives Ron the rat tonic and goes back to his room and lies in bed. He realizes that the minister was very lenient with him because he was glad to find Harry alive and made him stay within Diagon Alley so that other wizards could keep an eye on him. 
and that he is probably the reason that the ministry is providing cars to take them to the station. Harry didn't really feel scared because he thought that the safest place on earth was wherever Dumbledore was. People always said that Dumbledore is the only person that you know who feared, and surely Sirius Black would be just as frightened of him, and the fact that the Azkaban guards would be added as an extra precaution would make it nearly impossible for Sirius Black to get into Hogwarts. But if Sirius Black got past the Azkaban guards to break out of Azkaban, what makes them think he can't get past them to get into the school? Clearly none of them are Ravenclaws. I understand like it's an added precaution, but he already got past them. So that's not an issue. I like how Harry's like, oh, I save this school every year. So Harry's only grievance at the moment is that he probably had no chance of going to Hogsmeade. <laughs> that's who he's like, well, I guess that's out the window. <laughs> There's an escaped convict on the loose who wants to murder him and bring a dark wizard back to power. And Harry is concerned about not being able to go on day trips with his friends. So he thought about the beast in Privet Drive and the dark omen that it represented and vowed to himself that he is not going to be murdered. That's the spirit here. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys have anything else to add? No. All right, Megan, let's head over to you in the Hufflepuff common room for Would You Rather. All right. Today's Would You Rather question, since we've now seen all three of the trio's magical pets, is which magical pet would you rather have? A cat, an owl, or a rat? I want all of them. Okay, this is hard. My first instinct is to say Hedwig, because... Look at Hedwig. Hedwig's Harry's owl. Get your own. Yeah, it's just an owl. Oh, okay. Well, that makes it different. (laughs) (laughs) Your own pet. You don't get to take someone else's. Because (laughs) (laughs) fuck you, Harry. She's mine now. (laughs) Well, because I've had I've had a bird. I've actually had a mouse, and we've had cats. I think I'm going to take an owl. I I want an owl. Like I've had, we've had a parrot, but I've never actually had an owl. Like we had a cat and we've had the other ones. Even though it's not Hedwig, I'll still take an owl. You can still get a snowy owl. It just can't be Hedwig specifically. Okay. I'll have an owl. I don't know. Well, Serena, you can't have, well, you could have a rat, but your snakes would eat it. I mean, only if I put him in their cave no. they <laughs> it to them or they escaped originally i want to say an owl but then when you related to the real life world i was like oh yeah i hate birds <laughs> um, <laughs> i'm also oh a little allergic to cats and i don't really want a rat so it's none of the above <laughs> well you have to pick one i feel like an owl is the most useful yeah cats use litter boxes are they magical? If I'm they're a- magical, I feel like they would do whatever. They could. They would leave the house well, to go. Do we think Crookshanks it uses a litter box? Or- no, absolutely not. Crookshanks just goes outside to the forest, <laughs> wherever, it and goes outside. It wants. Okay. It doesn't burden its owners with litter box. It goes outside like a dog. Yeah, I don't really know what the difference between like a a regular rat and a magical rat is. Oh, I guess they Apparently- skip rope. <laughs> 
I can oh, skip. <laughs> I guess an owl. I mean, it's not like I really need to send a letter to anyone. Like these are like these are magical pets, not like just regular mundane yeah. pets, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then I'll take Hedwig. I mean, no, not Hedwig. <laughs> We've been over this. You can't do that. <laughs> I'll take an owl. Serena, you're also taking an owl. Yeah, but it's like I don't even what Although, do I need to do though. Take letters to people or packages. I don't need to take letters to people. The cat, I think, would be the next useful. That's those yeah. were what I'm torn by. Like I don't I would like an owl, but I've have also seen an owl up close and they're horrifying. Oh, I think and they're so beautiful. They are, but like seeing it in the forest when you're walking your dog that weighs seven pounds. No. <laughs> it's kind of, in your like, house? Horrifying. Mm. Well, I was in the like trail at the end of my street and its face was just like I don't know what kind of owl it was, but it had like dark eyes and a dark face, like it just looked like holes in its face. Didn't it didn't stop staring at Copper and I was like, Ooh. <laughs> Probably thought he was a little rat. Like, I'm gonna get attacked by this owl. And then my friend did, did get it. attacked by an owl. So like I don't know. I don't really know if I want an owl. <laughs> but if it's a magical owl, I think it would know not to attack you as its owner. But also, my other point is, I cannot cuddle with an owl. You know what I mean? If I want to go to bed and like, come here, Crookshanks. Yeah. Hey. I'm a little torn between the cat and the owl, but also Cruz is allergic to cats, so I couldn't really have one unless I got a hairless one. I was going to say, do you think if it's a magical, it would be like automatically hypoallergenic oh because i'm a little allergic to cats too but i'm leaning towards cat but i feel like or i could do a spell to make me not allergic oh yeah you could do that i think that's possible i think a cat birds freak me out megan you said you're also taking a cat yeah i think i'm gonna go with a cat i would love in theory i would like an owl but in practice i don't think i actually would yeah i still think i'm taking the owl and I think out of the three, two, the owls, like they have the most magical vibe. You know, I just walk into my office and I got like an owl perched here behind me. I would love that. That would be kind of badass. Pottery Barn has like this, I don't even know what it is. It's like a thing with the owl. Yes. Yeah. It's the head wig on the perch. Yeah. All the owls are head wigs. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, it is it actually Harry is, Potter. Though. Yeah, true. Lego has a, uh, a head wig owl. Mm-hmm. See, I haven't gotten any of the Lego sets. I feel like that's just not something I'm prepared for <laughs> to invest that much time. Yeah, yeah, in. they're expensive, but I love Lego. I've never been a fan of Lego. I Like we had them when we were young. Serena, do you remember when we went to Chapters and they had that big Lego thing going on there, like Indigo? Really? And the lady came up to us because she saw Cruz, like little boy. And she's like, oh, you know, we have Lego. And he looks at her, he's like, I don't like Lego. And she <laughs> she didn't know what to say. She's like oh okay and she yeah, walked away right. i'm like yeah he doesn't like lego she's like okay at the time he liked pencils <laughs> still has that case of pencils eh? does he really doesn't play with them but still has the case of like a million Funny. pencils yeah so we got cat cat owl yeah megan homework for next week please homework for next week is to read chapter five the dementor Thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like and subscribe. Also, leaving us a rating and review would be awesome. And maybe mention us to all of your Potter friends.
That brings us to the end of this episode. Join us next week as we continue reading through the Harry Potter series. You can send any questions, comments, or concerns to Podcast at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook and Instagram at Podcast.